guest on this Monday evening. Uh, with me tonight, we have my co-host, Peter Allison. Good evening, everyone. And returning, our guest, Level Up Leroy. I'll speak to English. Level Up Leroy. Hey, gang. How's it going? You all right? What was the, when was the last time we had you on? Was it like start of lockdown sometime? Was it? Yeah. Like... I feel like it was lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I sort of done a, maybe done a couple of uh, the online shows um, on Facebook. I think it was before I migrated to Twitch, wasn't it? Yeah, I think like... you started like doing virtual DJ sets like during yeah. lockdown, and I thought, yeah, we've got to get you on, just kind of just promote what you're doing and kind of like celebrate, share the love. I, share the love. Because I mean, that was, I mean, that's what I like about geek culture. Like, you no, know, people just came together and did stuff, and like yourself, like doing those just from the own home of the back of your own, you know, money and everything, just did DJ sets for everyone and just put it up there. It was fantastic. <laughs> Well, it's good to have you back. So well, it kept me. Sorry, say again. Thank you. It kept me sane as well. <laughs> uh, so, well, welcome back. Uh, for those who have not heard of you before, uh, who have uh, been living under the proverbial rock, or who didn't watch us, uh, what two two would have been two years ago? Would it have been two years ago? Outrageous. Two years ago, who ha- who haven't been listening from two years ago? Uh, who is it? Who are you? What and um, what is it you do? Uh, so I am Level Up Leroy. I am ultimately, uh, well, I was just a Comic-Con DJ um, prior to, to lockdown. But since coming out, I've started finding myself as a Comic-Con host and hosting stages as well. So, um, yeah, I'm now Comic-Con DJ and host. <laughs> and what Comic-Cons have you been, have you hosted? Um, so I've hosted at MCM Comic Con in London nice. and uh, New York Comic Con on the Empire oh, wow. stage as well. So, <laughs> um, yeah, in the Big Apple. So there was uh, me and uh, a friend of mine, Aussie Dave. Um, so uh, we were up on the stage. Uh, we like to call it the international stage. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were doing things in there. And then there was some other guys and girls that I work with, and then in another part of the team. And they were looking after some other stages as well. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of moving on and on and on, which has been great. Yeah, I mean, Comic-Con DJs is a relatively new thing. I think the past 10 years, you know, relatively speaking, it's only come out, hasn't it? Is that a fair to yeah. say? Yeah, it's it's... There's always been an element, sort of in the states more so, okay. um, where they had a, a compare slash host and somebody on stage DJing, very much like the the talk shows that they have, like Ellen and things like that, where they have the DJ doing that kind of thing. So it's kind of that in betweeny hype, um, and that was something that they've been bringing out in the American shows. However, over here in the UK completely fresh completely new um and i i mean i originally approached it i'm I'm now doing those stage host things um but i originally approached it as a dj um who wanted to initially put on a club night for nerds like me i was kind of like well if i could go to a club night i'm in you know i'm playing in this ordinary uh quote-unquote normal club um and it's kind of boring me it's not really what i want to be playing the the latest beyonce song or, or whatever uh, what would i want to hear for, for me and kind of my people um and for the longest time a lot of people said oh 
don't think there's anything in it to be honest so um and then as i think we mentioned before on the the last show i i got bell's palsy half my face was paralyzed for about three months and i thought you know what to hell with this it's you live once and um i'm gonna go for it and hence reaching out to matt um and the guys at area 51 who i'd worked with previously at uh, other events and went did my first sci-fi weekender uh drove from norwich to wales literally across yeah. the country um and matt was like look it's all booked but we know you we know you're a great guy you reckon you've got this show come and do it um uh, we'll we'll pay you in beer and a caravan i was like great <laughs> <laughs> so I drove to 400 and something odd miles oh, so you're, the so country. you're based in, Nor- uh, in norwich are you yeah, you say so it's, it's not, not quite the edge edge of the world, but we can see it from here. Great Yarmouth um, is the edge of the world, and you don't have to. That's where you're going. So, I mean, Great Yarmouth is now a joy for me. <laughs> half an hour up the road, yeah. <laughs> and, and the guys are like, "Do you need a caravan?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> it's like a weekend, I'm getting hammered. <laughs> I'm not driving home, guys. Oh yeah, I mean, no chance. You know, you can't drink if you, you know, enjoy yourself if you've got a you've not got a caravan. So yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't tend to drink when I'm I'm working. I sort of have one or two beers, but for yeah. some reason, as as you know, Sci-Fi Weekend, there's something special and magical about that. Uh, it's usually because everyone's hammered, so it's the one gig that we all get to have a really good drink, and then it's just a big nerd party, isn't it? Um, yeah. And this time around, it's my birthday weekend, so uh, oh, is it? Oh, if I don't, yeah. when is your birthday? St. Patrick's Day. So, oh wow, <laughs> what an auspicious day for for a party, eh? Yeah, yeah, we'll get the get the Guinnesses out. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Well, yep. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Will I will make plans? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I I'm a I don't like Guinness. I'm a really bad Irishman. I, I I don't know what it is. I had I've had like two pints of Guinness in my life, and both of them I hated. I went, well, I've tried. I'm just not a very good Irishman. I don't like Guinness. <laughs> I I I'm, I feel a bit the same. I'm I always feel like I, I let down. St Paddy's Day celebrations. I, I can drink about two pints, and then I'm full. I'm just, <laughs> it's just like it's dinner and a break, uh, breakfast, dinner and lunch. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. everything goodbye. So, like, oh. <laughs> they are very you know substantial drinks, and you just feel, yeah, I'm just going to relax a bit now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I, the closest I get to drinking is Bailey's, and that's about once every three months, maybe, probably Be- longer. Bailey's, Bailey's. Yeah, I love the stuff. It's really good. I was going to say, are you? I are you? <laughs> my, my mother drinks Bailey's, and she's a. Uh... It's a gorgeous drink. <laughs> okay, it's very. Um, uh... It's a great drink. I mean, and and they put it in coffees, and they put yeah. it on cakes now, and, there you and do. They, like they're putting it in everything. Bailey's, aren't they? So <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my mother's tipple on a Christmas day. Oh, I'll have a Bailey's. <laughs> she has a Bailey's. <laughs> very rock and roll. So Solid. Very rock and roll. I'll let you in I, on a little secret. My Christmas tipple is a snowball. See, that's... So, yeah, well, yeah. My, it's from my nan. She, she got me into them. <laughs> yeah, well, see, this is the thing. Because my, my ex, um, from a while ago, her granny used to give... The, the snowballs were a thing as well. So, like, always yeah. had to have snowballs. And I was like, what the hell is a snowball? What What's that? <laughs> Some eggy alcoholic drink with lemonade yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, joy on christmas day yeah it's like there's kind of that you no know, nostalgic feel and like yeah got a lot of memories yeah. for you i imagine 
Yes, and good memories. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah it's a, warm, a warming drink. <laughs> Very much. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I don't need a uh, drink to, to have a rock and roll time. I mean, hell, I just go along to geek camp and sci-fi weekend, and I am just in my element. I don't think I've ever seen you drunk, Pete. I think that's something I'd uh, I'd, I'd quite like to you see. Won't. No, you won't. Do. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I don't drink. No, uh, I don't. Definitely don't get drunk. Um, just doesn't bother me mostly because when i'm out clubbing partying or whatever i like to dance i like to kind of like mm. bounce around enjoy myself i never get drunk i lose coordination and with coordination i can't get i can't dance and if i can't get dance i can't dance i get angry at myself yeah i, so, I, I get that like i i never used i never used to drink uh i was like um one of those uh edgy sort of uh i was into hardcore metal and stuff and i was like i don't drink and i don't drink and I just I'm all about the music, and I was just like, yeah. one of my big things was dancing. I was like, I, if I couldn't get a good, you know, I couldn't get my air guitar out, and I couldn't get on the dance floor and have a dance, then I'd get very upset because it was the only thing yeah. I could enjoy. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I can't dance. That's why I DJ. They would let me in a, a venue. I, I can't. Dance. I can't dance. I, I can't dance, dance at all. Enjoy <laughs> if you call air guitar and sort of kind of foot on a foot on a on a stool now and again for you know the the lead part of the air guitar then that's my extent of, <laughs> of dancing pretty much so yeah yeah was it your dj sets are a lot different to other djs in that you have full video in time with your music that must take you ages to kind of edit together yes <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in one word answer yeah yeah so it's because I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I yeah. sit there on on my computer. Oh, I'll get this in time, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah, spend nights. You do. That's the thing. You get it in time. <laughs> it's yeah. It's all part of the show. It's it, the idea was to make the show as as immersive as possible, and to try and have those videos in time is actually quite. So I hope people don't they sort of do realize that it's in time but they don't realize that it's in time and it's because actually when videos are out of sync with the song it's quite jarring yeah um so yeah to try and sort of put that all into one cohesive piece is uh yeah it's usually a labor of love a bit, bit time consuming spend a few hours uh on the mac and uh yeah but then of course i am a, a dj so i do sort of bastardize other people's work as well <laughs> so i can't take the full full credit for everything so how does, <laughs> how does that work you know um i'm not sure if I've, I've obviously i've been to mcm and stuff like that and i may i may have probably would you have <clears> done <throat> would you have done the dj in the fox or anything like that yeah 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 yes yeah, so at, at mcm um for the last well, literally, I did the, the first one at the Fox, the party at the Fox, the the last one just before we went into lockdown. I was like, marvellous, here we go, great. <laughs> Typical. Um, after talking to the guys and trying to convince them that they needed to actually sort of get a DJ that plays to the audience because they were always putting in their kind of standard, their Saturday night DJ, who is a great DJ, but plays the pokemon theme 10 times yes, he or does. you know yes, he does. or hooked on a feeling like five times in the night and it's like because that's the the geek go-to songs um and and even though we're like four years on now and i've been doing it there are still people that go oh the fox are oh, they're gonna play pokemon 10 times and i always have to say on the mic 
this is the one and only time you're hearing this song tonight, people. So make it count. And then I play Pokemon. And they get it once and once only. Um, but yeah, so like I would do in the daytime, I'd be on the stage at MCM um, working with another host. We would play music and some games, etc. in between the panels, um, which goes great. And then in the evening part, I'm mostly on Into the Fox. Um, I usually bring a guest with me as well. They do a little slot as well. And then, yeah, I set up my big screens and just play the three to four hours of pure, pure geek music. So uh, everything has that geeky feel or that tie in for the best part. Um, and yeah, and it's like everything from again, it's just a club night for nerds. Um, and I just expand upon it with some extra K-pop and some anime theme tunes and throw those in as well. Um, just to try and be as, as inclusive of the night as it can, can be, because the, the the big thing about the geek genre is such such a geek is such a broad term, isn't it? Um, mm. There's so many different genres. Are you a are you a D and D geek? Are you a comic book geek? Are you an anime geek? You know, and there's so many like everyone's sort of pigeonholed into this geek kind of realm so i try to make it as inclusive as i can <laughs> i mean also you also take a lot of kind of musical genres altogether you've got like pop k-pop rock and i mean yeah. and and that's what i really appreciate like generally com- what my experiences has been generally it's been more poppy based which you no know, doesn't that appeal to me that much but yeah you bring a lot of rock songs and i'm just bouncing away in my absolute element Good, right. I'll put some more rock in for you this weekend. <laughs> out. Uh, next weekend. Next um, weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I'm, you know, born in the 80s. I'm the MTV generation. I get yeah. bored sat in one genre. Um, and I think that's where where I've been really lucky and I've excelled in what I'm doing with the Comic Cons is, is there's a lot of DJs, great DJs that are, oh, hey, I'm an 8-bit DJ. I'm a gamer DJ. So they play bit music all night yeah. or I'm a, a K-pop DJ or I'm an anime feature. Um and because uh, again quite broad spectrum I'm I'm pulling from everywhere going right I'm gonna I like that so I'm gonna have that and then we <laughs> that we're gonna put that in there and and just to try and again be inclusive bring everyone into one big one big geek party as it were yeah, <laughs> yeah. how much do you plan your sets in advance I mean because they said that you got there's all the video Sync, sync to kind of consider do you kind of have a playlist set up or do you sort of do it on the fly um a bit of both so okay. um there is preparation that goes into to the sets um i know that there's songs that i want to play and i want to get get to them how how that journey <laughs> gets there very much depends on the audience um so i, I try to read the room uh, and if if let's say for instance rock is going off or, or k-pop I, I will put extra yeah. amounts of that into to, to appease that audience and keep everyone happy um so yeah there's always tracks that i know i want to get in there's always there's always some staples for certain shows as we know sci-fi weekend always finishes on uh either the, the, the wayne's world bohemian rhapsody yeah. or uh, my chemical romance or something so um or, or the last one actually was bill and ted uh, yeah but that was from the uh, the lockdown because i was playing that as my last song yeah. in the lockdown so that might be the new thing but there's, so there's always some some shows i play where i know that this is going to be 
very much this way heavy or this way heavy. MCM I tend to lean um, much more heavier into anime, K-pop as well, and put that in. Whereas at Sci-Fi Weekend, I I don't play any of those genres because um, it's it's not that audience. Yeah. Um, for, for the best part. <clears throat> Um, maybe I'll sl- slide a cheeky one in this this uh, coming weekend. Um, <laughs> the classic one. So um, yeah, so there is there is there's definitely thought and preparation. I have playlists and and certain genre playlist tracks set up and lined up. Um, but yeah, I don't get to I don't get to press play and uh, it, it doesn't really sit back. Me, but but, but I, again, I would be so bored if I could. There yeah. are DJs that do pre-planned sets almost press play and that's that's kind of it or they know exactly what they're playing but i like to read the room i like to be i want to enjoy the party as much as yeah. everyone else so you sort <laughs> of see often, i'm surprised at what i'm playing <laughs> I mean, so basically you see what kind of songs are kind of the crowds responding to the most and then kind of tailor subsequent yeah. tracks to, to match the you know response yeah absolutely yeah yeah and and again De- depending on the depending on the, the the show that it is if it's leaning more heavily towards sci-fi um so i mean coming up very soon i'm doing all 23 um one one life left it's um uh, a gaming festival for two days in norwich um and i'll be up on the ho- stage i'm going to be hosting that obviously those sets are going to be more heavily gamer gamer orientated but We'll still sort of trickling some of that other stuff and that yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah. Play play to your room. Play to your room. How does Absolutely. that work with how does that work with the um the video aspect of it? If you you're kind of playing to the you know, you're reading the room, so obviously if you've got videos and stuff, do you have set videos that go with set tracks or how does how does that work? Yeah, so I build it all together. I, I basically make life harder for myself by doing this. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the, the, the tracks and the videos I have pre-built to, to mesh with each other. Um, and yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Levi makes life hard for himself. Yeah, it's But there's stuff that I just know will work. And, and they work together and they're pre-locked in and we can throw them up and, and it's all good. So, um, yeah, every, everything is pretty much on the fly. Yeah. Yes. Just create work for myself. Yeah. I, mean, I love it. I love it. I'd be bored otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember during my experience with like your set is a bit, I'll walk in the room and see your play. Then I'll watch the screens for about 10 minutes. So I'm just kind of absorbing the music. It's really kind of entire audio visual onslaught. And then it starts like just jiving with the music, Good. and then it starts like start stopping, start, start ignoring the screen, just bouncing around to the music. Occasionally, you look at the screen, but just feel the music and just go for it. So it's yeah, it's, it, it literally is it's like an entire, you know, audio sensory, you know, uh, onslaught to the brain, which is just a fantastic. But again, who needs a drink when you got that? Your checks in the yeah, post, that- Pete. can we write that down i'll get that on the uh, i'll get that on the website um i I think we will actually yeah (laughs) um 100 that's joy to me is to hear because it's an immersive experience i want Mm. people to enjoy it i want people to sort of appreciate what they're seeing on the screen and then forget about it yeah 
Like you, you're not there to to watch telly as such. Exactly. You're there to have a great time, and uh, I did get some. Kick. I've always been a video DJ since that tech came out. I was always I was like the first one trying to play DVDs, music DVDs, and get them timing, and oh, and there was always a pause because they never you never press play and it was instant. Um, but I was I was like one of the first ones there, and people were like, oh, I don't know. I think it takes away from the experience and. In some ways, I think with music videos, it might do. But with this geeky stuff that we do, because we, we live it, we breathe it, it's immersive. It's, it's yeah, I, I, I hope. And exactly what you just said there, it just becomes a thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I'm dancing to this. <laughs> and then you sort of forget about it. And, you know, if you try and recall the set later on, I would hope that you'd be like, oh, Oh, what did you play? Oh, I don't know. It's just also great. It's all, yeah. all mushed in. <laughs> I can like I can remember like the standard tracks in your sets, but I could never tell you the entire set. Yeah, this is one of the things that's like yeah. I remember apparently I remember um like um Queens uh, doing uh, Flash Gordon, Flash Flash yeah. Gordon. I remember that one. Couldn't remember the ones before and after, but I remember bouncing around, and also, of course, um, uh, gonna give rock and roll to you from Wayne, not Wayne's World, Bill and Ted. Just the other two, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I can't say I couldn't tell you what else was there because it was just part of the experience, yeah. Good, brilliant, lost in the flow of things, lost in the flow of things, yes. Well, that's that's it, we're all there to enjoy ourselves and this culture. and it's in a safe space we're yeah. amongst friends we're amongst peers and it's not you know the amount of people that always come up to me at the end of the night it's like, oh, thank you it's so good that i can have this this night this club night or this field to myself and party with my friends because i wouldn't feel comfortable in going into whichever city and going yeah. into a vodka revolutions or which whichever club bar it, it is because that's not it's not for, yeah. for certain people, but you know everyone should be able to experience that that party vibe in a safe environment or in a you know and enjoy something that's for them. That's my belief, anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, I've received an article for Pace Magazine looking at how sci-fi conventions, in general, are could be considered a safe space for you know people wanting to explore gender identity. Because it's essentially Absolutely. it's it's like a for the better it's a closed community. People are there to dress up and have fun. And yeah. if someone's cosplaying as a different gender, then they're just cosplaying. Absolutely. That's it. And yeah, it's always been fantastic experience there for such a thing. And pretty much that's kind of I've been speaking to various cosplayers that you know of you know that are trans or otherwise, and they pretty much said yeah, it's just essay space because. If the worst, the worst comes to worst, they can just say, "Hey, I was just cosplaying." Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's, definitely... it comes like a sort of safety. It's just it's a metaphorical safety net, and it's very much a, what's called a liminal space, where yeah. at the end of the night, things go back to normal. Yeah, or whatever normal. What is to, whatever normal is to be. You know. Um, yeah, I know. I totally agree. Um, yeah, this the community that we have is the most welcoming opening and accepting community that's that's out there because we do just accept the fact that um people will dress up how they want I mean, yeah 
we don't care. We're just, I feel like we were kind of the, the geeks and the nerds were the first ones. It was just like, and? Yeah, yeah do it. To make you happy? Yeah, great. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> you anyone else? No? Fine. I think it's, exactly. it's, it's now obviously a bit more, the geek culture is a bit more mainstream these days. It's a lot more sort of, inverted commas, acceptable. And I think it's sort of... Um, it's not as taboo anymore and things. I think sort of modern, you know, society, as much as you, you get judged and stuff, it's not, I don't think it's as, as bad maybe now as it used to be. Well, when we, when the reason Geek Pride was created was sort of simply just because of that sort of like the whole sort of um, um, thing about, about nerds. But, you know, I think with conventions and TV programs like the Big Bang Theory and, and stuff like that coming out where it's sort of more acceptable, I think. Well, also, I think as Neil Stevenson said it, uh, said it once, which was, we are all geeks now. I mean, look at the fact, like, one of the biggest TV shows in recent years was Game of Thrones. Everyone yeah. was a fantasy geek. Okay, yeah. seasons seven and eight. <laughs> the Expanse, massively successful. Six seasons, okay. Could, could have been, could have been a bit longer, but no, it was a really good TV show. No, sci-fi fantasy and horror is now becoming mainstream we are getting mainstream shows out there uh, american horror story for example and it's yeah it's here it's no geek is considered mainstream the biggest film Absolutely. franchise at the moment is the mcu yeah i mean it's, it's funny because um you know i i I've always, you know, worn my geekery on my sleeve and such. And so at school, I wanted to be a comic book artist or an animator and did art and was always drawing. That was my thing. And I never hid that away that I collected comics or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's kind of funny that years down the road, there are people that are coming out now and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I love comics. Yeah, it's all great. And mm. like, you never, you never sort of expressed that love at school or you know, <laughs> sort of showed that love throughout the years and but now as it's become more acceptable i think people feel more comfortable sort of saying oh yeah love a bit of D. it's great isn't it yeah well that's, yeah, that, that's another thing like obviously um what's it called uh stranger, stranger things. things yeah my yeah. my my sister is you know being like my whole family are, are nerds but like you know we we grew up playing computer games and and stuff like that but she and her, a lot of her friends and the village I come from were like all talking about playing D and D because obviously they went, oh, that looks really cool and stuff because they were watching it on, um, seen it on um, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger Things. And they were like, you know, yeah, and they, some of these guys, you know, she was talking about playing with. Them. I was like, what D and D? I'm sure they would have beaten me up when I was a, when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Sort of now they're like, you know, they want to play B and D and D, and it's just yeah, it's become well, a that's good. Thing. That's good. They've educated and you know learned and realised. Hey, D and D is fun. Role playing is fun. Like I remember, and I can remember this quite uh, quite uh, specifically. Whereas, like when I was in, so I was I grew up. I was into I was into Warhammer. Um, I was in like the Warhammer club when I was in sort of school. Played D and D. Did all that stuff. Then obviously I got slightly older and uh, girls. Uh, and th- I was in the rugby team and stuff, so you couldn't. There was wasn't so much, it wasn't so as ex- accepting um, then. So you had to sort of kind of hide away. So you'd, you'd have this sort of kind of dirty little weekend where you go into Games Workshop or sort of something like that, and sort of like you know buy buy something. And those days they used to give you non Games Workshop bags because they 
new people were a bit sort of iffy about sort of buying stuff like that. So they give you like this big, like this red bag or something like that sort of, you put it in. But um, I, I um, remember being in the, like starting up a, 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 a LARPing and like I wasn't into the LARPing side of things, but I was into the wargaming side of things in university. And my friends in university gave me so much shit about starting off a geeky society that I I, I, I stopped doing it because I felt like I was being... And, I, and it was like, it was really bad thinking back on it now. Like, you know, I got so much grief about it when I was in university. Like, what were you, what are you doing with all these nerds and stuff? And like, I wasn't fully... I was into this stuff, but I wasn't fully accepting sort of like i was like at the time i was i was a metaler and i had longish hair and i was into sort of heavy metal and things it's like oh i'm just a metaler i'm not a geek i'm not a geek and then it just got to a point where you know i think it got to the point where i'd had a, I, I was just fed up with it all and i was like you know what i don't care anymore and i said you know what games workshop just give me the normal bag the one with the logo on it i'm just walking out of here sort of with the games workshop bag and i did that was my first that was the first moment where i went i don't care and that was the day after i started geek pride and i was just like right that's it and this sort of mm. give up yeah good man <laughs> yeah. do you do you still do your art or it's all like transition to doing art on the, on the uh tablet and laptop now um so i sort of the the art kind of went by yeah. the wayside as i got older um again girls and work and stuff like that girls um, got a lot like, the answer oh, for where i say <laughs> where i say where do i say girls you know interesting girls not actually going out with or dating or doing anything <laughs> i was too horribly shy for that as a geek um um but um yeah no, i sort of I kind of got into DJing and as stuff like that progressed and unfortunately isn't I love drawing and every now and again I do do pick up and I'm old school I'm a pen and paper guy. yeah I can't can't do it on a computer I sketch sometimes on my iPad but not not very often but <clears throat> um, I don't have the time so yeah you know I've got three wonderful children I've got a partner I'm trying to I've got a day job and then I'm trying to become the world's greatest comic con video DJ and then I'm trying to create new content all the time but uh, then creating content and doing all those videos is art it, that's that's now my new art and it's yeah thankfully it's the art that makes me a little bit of money uh, not not as much as i'd like thank you but um <laughs> but it's you know, i'm very privileged to be able to do something i love and absolutely adore and and create those videos and things at home and then go out and play them and sometimes get paid for them <laughs> it's great so what's yeah. on the docket for 2023 then so what, what what's going on um so heading back to New York Comic Con, which is oh. great, really great news. Um, I'm in talks at the moment. Well, they've, they've asked me to come, so uh, I'll be going out to Cyprus as well nice. uh, for Cyprus Comic Con. Oh, wow. Um, um, so I did those guys, I think it was back in 2018, and then they were having a year off, and then they were going to come back and low and low yeah. COVID. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping to go back. I believe I should be heading back to Disney for um, for New Year's Eve. So oh, wow. Florida again. Um, that went exceptionally well. In chatting with um, my friend out there at the moment, but maybe doing something this summer, but we'll see. Um, and then uh, uh, I'll say one life left. All 23, the gaming festival. 
Um, oh my word! Um, Psycho weekend, eh? Um, MCM two in London, one in Birmingham. Um, I'm. What's I'm gonna do? Star Wars celebration. Oh, yeah, Star Wars celebration. April. Yeah, I'm at Star Wars celebration. Um, I'll be there during the the daytime of the show. I'm doing the fan meetup on the Thursday night for Bunta Eve, um, which is going to be in the Breakfast Club in London. And then I'm in the Fox on the Friday night and Saturday night. Prior to getting to the Fox on the Friday night, I'm doing the 501st Bash. I'm doing the oh, first nice. set there. I've got um, my friend DJ Elliot from the States. He's doing the, the second part. Um, so I'll be doing the 501st Bash, running across London, getting to the Fox, playing there. And then on the Sunday night, I'm playing at Cantina, hashtag Cantina 2, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, with, with my friends uh, from Bruce Harvest, Darth Elvis, and of course the guys from Ash, who I've worked with before in the past as well um so and of course dj elliot will be there as well um and that's in the legit o2 on the indigo stage which is where prince has played wow like um that's gonna be insane and then finishing up the monday so that's that's a that's a big 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 week yeah um that hasn't been confirmed or gone out yet but um Maybe it's an exclusive for you guys. I'll be doing the Fab Cafe in March. Oh, wow. Uh, not March, beg your pardon. May. May the 4th be with you. So I'll be Oh, very cool. Oh, no, Fab Cafe. Yeah, You're going to be... Oh, that... when's that? I might come down and see you then. Paul, Star Wars Day. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Right, Matt, you're going to yeah. go there. Got it. May the 4th. Nice. All right, cool. I'll come May, down to Fab Cafe. May the 4th yeah, yeah. be with you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing that. Um, yeah, there's a few of the conventions that have I've just recently discovered said no, we want to try and use local DJs, um, which is a shame, but uh, hopefully the local DJs can play some geeky stuff. Um, and then um, I'll, I'll give you guys an exclusive. Ooh. I'm also um, putting together my own shows I'd like to take out, um, and it's going to be called it's Mosh Udon. Um, so Udon is being the, the thick noodles yeah, you yeah. get from Japan, and Mosh being just a crazy party so um it's going to be a k-pop anime inspired club night which i want to take and take round to some of the comic cons so i'm just talking to a few people now as we speak about uh trying to take that to a few few conventions as a, yeah. an after party idea yeah because yeah, um, they've, they've got anime con haven't they in the uk a few anime cons there's one in manchester coming up soon actually yeah one in sheffield as well so yeah yeah so that's the um those guys i haven't worked with them but um yeah is it anime league yes anime yes league. yeah, yes. Anime yeah league. you're absolutely right yeah um and then there's anime con which is going to be in birmingham um and i'm currently working with those guys as well so <laughs> so i'll be in birmingham in the summer wow. so, yeah keep keeping busy um spinning lots of plates and then yeah just trying to yeah grow the brand and grow what i do and and get out there a little bit more so how does yeah how does your kind of dj uh approach change from country to country you you do like cyprus you've done america and it's done uk do you find that's like different cultural differences in terms of like the appreciation or is it just same thing and just read the room and you go 
yeah i i do me um so <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's yeah this is this is what this is what you're getting from the show this is what i've done yeah i, I can't I can't alter it because this is for yeah. me, this is a passion project as well. So this is who I'm you are. It. This is who I am. This is what I do. Um, I'm just very lucky that it's in this 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 niche space that we live in. Um, so yeah, I do do tend to find I do tend to find the 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 guys over in Cyprus are absolute party animals. Um, so when I did that first after party for them. Um, being Cyprus, it's outside, it's lovely and warm at, yeah. at night, and we've got some big screens up. And oh my word, they they just they really party hard. Um, um, the, um, then my guys in America go crazy as well, as 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 you probably assume <laughs> with the, the hooping and the hollering. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I, I I tend to find the the audience for the best part is is the same. Uh, which is which is good for me. <laughs> Fantastic. One thing I want to ask as well is you also do like hosting as well. So how did that come about? Um, kind of pure sort of came about sort of by accident, sort of by me my, me pushing pushing yeah. for it. So um, reaching out to the the, the guys and um, at these various shows, saying seeing what they were doing over in the states um and seeing that they had this kind of dj and a host kind of thing going on it was like well maybe during the day rather than just doing an after party is there any way that i can double up my double up my exposure um and can i be at the convention in the day and then go and do an after party in the evening because as we know that if we take the fox for instance that after party isn't an official mcm after party it's just because it's it's next to the Excel and it's it's, it's a thing right it's just become we're going to the con and then we're going to the fox it's just it just happens um so you know if i'm at the fox and i'm sort of integrating myself with the comic conventions and talking to a lot of people from the conventions and i normally go in and walk around and get to that point where people start to know who you are as well which is great um you can go in and have a chat with them and then it's it's kind of like well why don't i come in and play some music you know while we're while we're waiting for the next moderator to come on why don't we do this why don't we do that and we can engage this audience that's coming through and keep them entertained in the day and for the best part most of the conventions are like that sounds great yeah let's do that and yeah yeah, you get to come on you come off and i mean it's incredible like especially going to conventions like new york um you know you get to see all of the stars coming coming in so it's all of the guys that got to meet all the guys from picard oh nice um, came in and um the new netflix show wednesday um they all came in i was uh, one of the first people outside of netflix to actually hear the theme tune because i had to play it for the walk on and oh god right here's the the flash disc this is the theme tune. We need you to play it at exactly this time when the trailer finishes. It's this, this, this. Do not put it online. Do not do this. Do not do this. <laughs> Sign this. Do not scratch over it. Don't try and remix it. And <laughs> while while you're here, and it's like, no, that's fine. And you know, so you get to do these incredible things. And um, and same, you know, 
the anime side of things we had the guys from viz come in and they did a whole bleach presentation and yeah it was awesome so you kind of get to come out play music hype people up who are already excited um so you can hype these people up to, to a point where they're just in a frenzy and they'll sing along put hands in the air puts lights up and stuff they're then ready for whoever to come out on stage and talk about this thing that they're super passionate about and it's like you build that energy so that when the moderator comes out the room is warm for them and and off you go i've even done some moderating as well <laughs> fantastic who you mean who you moderated um i can't remember the guy's names but um uh, yeah it was um it's the guy who's um he, they played um harry osborne and peter parker in the um since uh the the newest spider-man cartoon oh. was on disney um, okay I, I can't yeah. remember the guy's names but they've done loads of anime and stuff like that as well um that's that is my problem is once i've done something <laughs> go yeah <laughs> well you're, you're just focusing by the next thing next kind of it, it, job, it really you? is yeah, yeah yeah but but doing some moderating and stuff like that has been really fun as well so and that's usually when i'm thrown in the deep end when they're like we haven't got a moderator it's like i'll do it <laughs> quickly like, have a look on wikipedia right what have we got oh right oh i know these guys yeah brilliant yeah i did uh i did some moderation at the ill-fated blackpool comic-con um many 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 moons ago and i i did it for game of thrones so we had like like this massive like all the game of thrones stars were on on stage at once and uh (laughs) i was doing it with another fella uh and um I, I I was shitting myself because I was just like, there's so many people from this show that I watch, and you know, you had um, oh god, plays Rob Stark. Uh, he played Rob Stark. Uh, yeah, Madsen. Um, and yeah. it had uh, like you know, it had Daniel Glover, not Daniel Glover, Daniel Daniel Glover. Um, god, yeah, name, name names. What's his set? What's his first name? He was in Star Glover. Wars. What's his first name? Yeah. What's his first name? Julian Glover. Julian Glover. Uh, that's it. Julian Glover. That's it. Yeah. Julian Glover. You had, you had loads. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, you had um, uh, Miltos. Uh, what's his second? Miltos. You're, you're, I can't remember pronounce his second name. He played Serio oh, Pharrell. Serio Pharrell. Yeah. yeah. Miltos Uranus. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And because uh, <laughs> I had like a million i'd like I'd, I'd done the most research i could ever have done in my entire life about every single you know game of thrones thing so i could ask different questions to different people and stuff like that and um i asked him a question um and he went off in this massively long sort of kind of uh, explanation about it and i was like brilliant so i started thinking about something else and then he I think he asked something to me, but I completely blanked him because I didn't, because I didn't realize I was paying attention to what I was going to do next. So I didn't hear him. So I was, I was basically ignoring him in front of everybody. And I turned around and everybody was looking at me and laughing. And I was like, okay. So I just carried on with it and completely oblivious to what was happening. And then afterwards I found out that he'd asked me a question. I ignored him and stuff. And I was just like, oh shit, I feel so bad. But yeah, um, yeah. It's... I mean, that's definitely. I, I find remembering the names of people so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the I'm like, oh, this character and this actor i i'm all about the characters <laughs> yeah How people remember all the actors names i ne- I, I, I will never know <laughs> oh, well i prep massively if i know what's coming i will literally sit down and work out 15 questions i will have the characters the actor the actor's name and the character name and just have 15 questions all set out ready and i'll have more, but uh, 10 questions is usually enough but i'd like to have 15 questions like just in case like one word answers and so on back up yeah exactly and it's sort of let the conversation flow and just kind of let let the let the actor direct it let the author direct it and then if you end up going in a different direction fine that's what they want to talk about that's what we're going to talk about also if you've got a chance i will literally message them before and i'll get a contact the agent listen just going to just introduce myself and just say hi and just kind of go over you that i'm pete i'm going to interview you on stage Anything you particularly want to cover? What do you want to talk about? Because maybe there's things they want to kind of promote, discuss, yeah. or things that they're, they're passionate about. Yeah, uh, especially if they've got like a book or a new show coming out that you, exactly. don't, you don't know about. That's not you being announced told. yet. Yeah, you're getting a scoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm re- I really like to um, chat with Victor Dorabantu at There's Going to Be a Sci-Fi Weekend because he played Thing in Wednesday yeah. and I'm really yeah. impressed how he basically gave, made his hand so personable his hand had personality as thing and that's what, didn't it? It was, yeah that's what the people yeah. don't understand is it's actually a guy it's not like uh, it's not CGI or anything it's, it's, not, it's a, a CGI it's an animatronic yeah. it is literally someone's hand with blue screen yeah. and that's the way he kind of moved the hand gave it such character for a hand I mean and that actually one thing I want to ask is are you could be included like tracks and words I mean you had that um that really viral um dance the, from what it's kind of strange because the Lady Gaga song that what is what went viral with yeah. the dance dance with my hands is not the song that's in the show <laughs> yeah um, but yes I, I, I will be yes of course I'll be playing some words <laughs> I will have um, to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely going in, into the set. I think uh, that I think that'll be a, a mainstay for geek shows for for my geek shows for, for quite some while. That's that that Wednesday show really has hit home with a lot of people, hasn't it? It's, 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 I mean, she's so talented yeah, as yeah. an actress, um, but it it I think it's just yeah, it's caught a lot of people's attention and and sort of really sort of become an instant hit hasn't it out there with like stranger things and stuff See, so that's the one thing i find i find um interesting is you have you know you're if if somebody had dressed up like wednesday adams and done that in a in a dancer or something like that, no doubt would have been mocked uh to within an inch of her life and generally sort of uh, shunned by society, but because it's on Netflix and it's sort of kind of now become a, a thing, it's sort of accepted. So you, it's the same with like any yeah. any of these big things. These... I will caveat that, Matt, with the fact it depends what clubs you go to. You go to the corporation or oh no, I rock understand world that rock rented, clubs. Yeah. yeah, so you you know you've got like you know but, she she yeah. was doing what they call the wavy tree dance when you had it in Jilly's Rock World in Manchester back in the day and stuff. You had these, you know, for me that was what. <laughs> you know when you went to you know goth nights and stuff like that, that's what they sort of kind of dress but like yeah. it's now become more widely like you only had to check like tiktok or something the next you know after after it and then like the amount of people who you would just not associate with that sort of thing 
um we're doing like um reactions to or dressing up like wednesday adams and sort of doing the dance and stuff but also that's good it's you know again geek is inheriting the earth yeah i'm I'm not complaining about it it. i'm just saying it's just interesting that you know you know all it takes (laughs) is a netflix show to get your uh to get your sort of niche uh accepted by society i guess yeah, it really does, doesn't it? And, and the the speed that these people come out with and learn these dances and then get their TikTok videos up and you are. It's incredible. <laughs> God, I don't know how, do people, how people do that. Like, I, my TikToks are literally just me walking my dog, and that seems to be all right. But I don't know how people do all these sort of kind of really intricate story-based ones and stuff. I'm just like, oh. yeah, I just don't have the mental capacity, for it, even for 60-second TikToks. I struggle with TikTok. I'm, <laughs> I've got a, a little following on there, um, but I think most of my following seems to be on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to grow TikTok. I just don't kind of get it. I post videos and they don't Oh yeah, man! Like, I've, well, this is like, I've got three, right? So I've got the Geek Pride one, which is about a thousand followers, and the stuff that because we we do think at the end of the show, um, which um, I thought would catch on, but it's not really that. No, people aren't that interested. We still do it because it's quite a cool thing, but I don't put on my TikTok as much these days because it doesn't seem to get much traction. Um, so it's just now and again you get the odd video people are interested in. So it's a thousand views. I've got uh, a History Geek one, which I do. Uh, it's got about five thousand followers. And again, I'll do. I'll spend loads of time doing research on the history side of things, and it'll be some random controversial video that sort of gets uh, views and nothing else. And then I have my personal one, which is effectively my dog one, and literally it's got one hundred and fifty thousand fo- or one hundred forty six thousand followers, and it's because because <laughs> my dog came out of the snow one day and looked cute and got thirteen million views on one video, and that was it. And that was just like from that point on. So like it's just mad. Like you can spend all this time and effort doing important things or you could just get your dog looking cute and coming out of, out of the snow and there you go boom viral yeah. <laughs> i i have one tiktok video it is we me wielding the dark saber at the mandalorian forge in london yeah, cool. about two weeks ago do you know oh, how many nice. views do you know how many views it's had how many 50 well, you see, if you've only got one video, Pete, you need to have four, I believe, to have a good, you know, for your algorithm to be worked out or something uh, like that. It's it's all I very. Don't have the time. It's all very go. weird. I, I, I it's, it's all very weird. Um, and it's like it. Some things just take off out of nowhere, and yeah. some things just get like my videos. Like I've so we've got hundred and hundred forty six thousand followers on my 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 TikTok, my dog's TikTok, and like you get. Like I, my average, my dog's ticket. It was me started. I started off in lockdown doing like um, Ron Burgundy sort of like anchorman sort of kind of lip syncing things, which I thought were hilarious. You know, they were like literally me and my girlfriend at the time doing sort of you know, do you know who I am? And it's like you know, and it's just like you know, I just sort of like just doing these back and forth things, and I thought they're hilarious. Nobody was interested. Then my dog comes in. He gets his first video got like two hundred fifty thousand views just by him sleeping another one got a fifty thousand views doing this and it's like what the what is this so it's like doing more with him but your average video with him of me explaining how to sort of take you know raise a bear effectively they get two thousand views or something like that and then suddenly out of nowhere one will just just go boom catch and you're you're looking hundreds of thousands of views Mm. not that you get very much money for it 
you know, I get two p two p for every thousand views and stuff. It's not sort of it's not look. I'm, I'm not making any. I'm not making a lot of money off TikTok, let's just say. But um, yeah, it's just weird. I suddenly it just suddenly explodes, and it's just out of nowhere. There's no there's no sense to it whatsoever. And I've got loads of people who um who I follow um and they just they just get really upset right you know they put all this effort into all their videos and they get nothing and then suddenly this one random video of theirs goes up and it's just like the most the least sort of thought out one they've done it's just really bizarre it's weird yeah the world of tiktok it yeah again i think it's just one of those things that i just don't do video really over the obvious skype and um stuff like like skype uh, podcasts and all that they kind of set up and everything i just never really again it's just a a skill I'm not really fully developed and really should probably look into myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, but but I, 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 one, one thing I want to ask, uh, Levi, like, when you were doing your uh, virtual lockdown sets, mm. how did you set all that up? Because that looked really you know, intense in terms of te- in te- on the tech side of things. Yeah, it really, it really was. <laughs> um, so I was in the... I'd, it was in a different different house at that time. I had a a very I had a big kind of play area space basically, mm. um, and I basically set up a, a sort of a DJ stand, full DJ stand that I had with all of my equipment on green screen. <laughs> um, I had I had the lights like the um, I can't even explain it really. But you know the sort of lights that you would see on a TV. Sort of floor um yeah they're filming tv shows the with the white and the black kind of big things i had them so i'd have to set them up so that the light on the green screen wasn't bouncing too much yeah it was even yeah so it was all even yeah so it was basically this kind of the the back end of this wall was kind of just green with not my decks placed and then a camera sort of strategically placed and i kind of because it was lockdown, um, I kind of was able to just leave that set up as, as it was, basically. It was a, a beautiful summer, so my kids were kind of more interested in playing outside and yeah. stuff like that. And, and there was still half the playroom as well anyway. Um, and, and they sort of got to the age where uh, Xboxes are way cooler than <laughs> uh, toys and things like that as well. So, um, yeah, so it was just, yeah, it was really quite intense. I did sort of when I moved I to try and sit it up again and and do a show and it was I mean it was over like it was nearly two hours worth of saying this stuff wow. to try to try and do a show and by the time I sort of set it all up and got ready to do it I was like oh, I'm not really feeling this now <laughs> and then I did the show and then it was like oh now I've got to set it and pack it all mm. down again um hence hence not sort of sort of following on with the uh the online show but i yeah i really did enjoy it um when i was doing it and um yeah i'm sort of looking at a few sort of a few changes coming up very soon um looking to move again have a bit of a bigger space and stuff like that and who knows maybe um start doing some sort of radio show or something like that oh, again i used to have a used to have a radio show um that was on future radio here in norwich and you can still get um some of the episodes i think are up on mixcloud um and i used to just play 
kind of geeky music. It was kind of K-pop and uh, anime theme tunes. And again, and then some of the remixes that I would play at Sci-Fi Weekender and some gaming music. It was just a bit of everything, really. It was just sort of a kind of um, two-hour show. So I might like to revisit something like that or or do something like that. I know the Sci-Fi Weekend has got a radio. Yeah, SFW Radio is currently going or very soon will be it's basically it is growing i think is the best way to put it yeah yeah i know they, they sort of reached out to me and i said i'd love to just not quite at the right sort of yeah i've got time for it right now <laughs> um but yes yeah in a, a few months time hopefully when some some sort of changes happen and then yeah. uh, have some time and be able to sort of focus on that side of it and put out some more content because as we know it's and as we were just saying about with TikTok and stuff, it's all about, but certainly for me, is putting out content and mm. social media is half of my job. Yeah. Um, it feels like, um, although I don't really do much on Facebook, I always feel really bad because people follow my, my page and, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. And then I have no idea what they're doing because I've, <laughs> so I've got to the point where I'm like, right, I'm on Facebook or whatever it is, I'll drop everything that i need to drop on the information of where i'm going to be or what i'm doing in the remix and then I kind of get off <laughs> um rather than you know i think we've all probably found that there's those nights where we just all night yeah and so sometimes so counterproductive so yeah oh man know, tell me I'm, about I'm, it yeah yeah you could get so, so lost very in much that. <laughs> you can and so i'm very much of the mind where social media needs to be a a tool um yeah. and a platform and then don't let it if i'm doing that i'm not remixing or i'm not doing yeah. something else it's much more important so um yeah that's kind of where i get to with that so um yeah, it's yeah. Like, it is so important though it's just so many you know you need and you need to be multi-platform basically to sort of yeah. kind of hoover up as many sort of kind of people as possible so for us you know because it, it's not a job it's just a it's just a, a labor it's a passion it's a passion it's, it's a labor passion. of love you know we yeah. don't get paid or anything you know good website definitely yeah, doesn't yeah. make any money so it's just sort of like you know it's just something we do as a as a thing whereas you know yourself you know it's a, it's a, it's a living so you know you've obviously got to be on top of it so you know for us if i don't add stuff to tiktok or i don't add things to things it matter you know it is what it is but with you i guess you have to be more mindful about your presence in the world yeah yeah i do and there's the times i haven't posted for i don't know three or four days i think oh no i need ooh, i need to post something i mean you have to try and make it meaningful as well yeah so there's no point in posting for the sake of posting i don't don't quite like to do that i sort of very early on sort of gone back and had a look at my post something i don't know post that it has no bearing on what i'm doing um i was posting yeah. for the sake of it so now I see, and and since i've done that actually made those changes definitely see more of an uptake actually in 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 what i post so which is good for, for tiktok have you ever thought of like you know it, there, it's all about gimmicks and stuff for tiktok and stuff isn't it and it's like you know yeah. Um, our gimmick wasn't actually our own. It was a. It was a uh, <laughs> uh, inspired by. Ins- inspired by. I won't say ripped off. We, we had we had the guys. On, we had the guys from the Street Ship podcast. Uh, it's like a wrestling podcast, and they do this sort of 
uh, 20 questions type thing about wrestlers. And we thought that's a good idea. We could do something for geek, uh, you know, the geek franchises and stuff, different sort of geek franchises. Yeah. Um, it didn't work for us as well as it's worked for them. Um, but there's obviously <laughs> the, these sort of kind of niche, I don't know, sir, if you've got, you know, I don't know if you, you know, the different songs that you play and, you know, sort of kind of a bit about them or something. I don't know what you could do to sort of kind of get your, your TikTok presence better. I don't know. People do like sort of informative things, but fun things as well, which I think you could do really well, actually. Yeah, I, I, I've sort of tried to, with the TikTok, again, because as they keep telling us on social media, you're supposed to try and mix it up. So, there's no point in having a, an Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and they're all the same yep. because people want to see different things on different platforms. Um, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I tried to do sort of a silly kind of a couple of silly videos where I was sort of like, oh, um, well, I did a, a Japanese Spider-Man, the, the Japanese Spider-Man theme remix. Oh, okay. And cool. it was kind of like, because that was always such a, for me, like oh, those old, those old Japanese sort of um, Toby programs just ama- amazing. They blow my mind. But and and that Japanese Spider-Man always was like ah. Oh. And now it's sort of coming to the forefront, especially with Spider-Verse. But anyway, by the by, I was like, oh, I'll do a Japanese Spider-Man remix. And I kind of did this silly video where I was like, filmed myself watching it, and I was like, oh, that's a tune. And then ran off, grabbed the CD, put that on. Then it went to the computer, showed the remix, and then went to the video, and then sort of tried to promote the video off the back of well, see, that. A, I don't and, think that's uh, a bad idea, man. It flopped. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing is, I, I see. Thing is, like, it, it, it's more like I said. Oh, you know, my dog, my videos, my dog's videos. You know, you, it all it took was one, and the other ones, you know, they they mosey along. Like recently, they were all like. You know, two thousand views, a thousand five hundred views, three thousand views, and then one randomly got sixty five thousand views, and then sort of it sort of dropped down, and it sort of all it takes is just the one, and then that can increase. Like that dog video where I got sort of thirteen point, like I think it's verging on fourteen million views now, but um, that increased me from uh thirty thousand followers to 120,000 followers in the space of two days. You know, it's just sort of like, you know, all it takes is one video to go well. So it's sometimes, I guess, if it feels like, and I should take my own advice and do this for the Geek Pride one and stuff, but, you know, it's just sort of like, <laughs> all that you need, you know, it's, it's you know, more of me being sort of in my own head and lazy and stuff, but it's like, um, all it takes is that one video. And I've seen, because there's a guy I follow, and he does sort of like uh, he's a, he's like a rapper, but he does all these little quirky things where he's just like he goes into a room and he, he plays himself as the producer, but then he plays himself as the rapper, and then he plays himself as his strange brother who's making a flute out of a carrot and stuff like this. And he does <laughs> it's really it's he's really good it's really good music like he's really good and he sort of kind of he, he's like oh what's going on and he does this and then he kicks into his song uh, within that skit. And so, and I love them. I think he's really good. And I think those sort of things, it could work. Okay. Sim- similar things. Like, just exactly what you just said you were doing. I'm halfway there, though, maybe. I might actually yeah. carry on. I'll, do, I'll see if I can do a few more. But then that also means I've got a remix every day. Oh. Yeah. And, <laughs> That's and more than all it takes, man, Like I said, man, all it takes is one video. Time do we, 
Oh, basically, actually, all I had was you were going to lend me your dog, and I was going to get myself a few million <laughs> you can followers. Have him. He's, called, he's, called Bar- he's called Boromir, so he's, he's, he's a geeky dog, so he's called Boromir. Just so. WhatsApp me a couple of videos. I'll post them. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> he's not been pulling his weight recently. It's just like, just like you know, trying to do this. And he's like, I've got a fluffy dog. Come on. And it's just like, now and again, people are like, yeah. But it's the same. It's The thing is, you ha- once you, I've got myself pigeonholed now. I am definitely within pets and um pets and animals within TikTok now. I can't, yeah. I can't verge. Like if I kind of go, oh, look, I'm a massive nerd. And I like check out the podcast. People are like, I'm not interested. Show us your dog. And I've got to the point where like I've been on lives and like I've been sitting there and at one point in time I was talking to the camera about other things and he went I'm sorry to, I'm sorry uh, to be for but can we just see your dog please and it was just like people they didn't want to hear from me they were here for my dog well, so literally that... now whenever I do lives wow. I literally just point it at my dog and talk in the background that, but to be fair though I mean that is like marketing 101 is branding yeah. and if you get numbers something then it's expected I mean that said, um, I kind of very much separate out my uh, personal life and professional life on Facebook. It's purely friends only on this is my Facebook page, which is my journalism stuff. Twitter is very much my professional stuff. So I'm doing about journalism, cybersecurity. That said, when I was in London for that tech conference, one day was all about the Mandalorian, Star Wars, Dark Saber. Oh, look, photos of, of Mandalorians and um, cool helmets. Next day, tech conference. Oh, look, cybersecurity. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like not following me on advice, really, but I thought, this is so cool. I'm going to share this anyway, and I don't care. Yeah, but people aren't turning around to you go, Pete, okay, enough of your, your nerdy. Get back to the cybersecurity, please. Or I was just like, yeah. literally, we don't, wanna, we, we don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to hear from you, Matt. And you're, you're literally the glorified <laughs> cameraman for your famous dog. And it's just like, okay, I think my thing is I've got a, fa- I've got a famous dog. I'm not. And it's just like, here you go. So I just sit there, point my camera at my dog. <laughs> this is him pooing. This is him. <laughs> being an asshole and this is you know this is what he does you know it's just like that's all they're interested in <laughs> okay yeah, dog. yeah so, man, it's, it's all about dogs you know it's just yeah it's mad unfortunately like there's another one called canine mattis he's like a is a he's a copper in america who trains um canines he's got a dog called mattis and he's like millions and millions of views and stuff um, he follows me as well, which is just my claim to fame. But uh, he, um, obviously, yeah, obviously, he uh, he does some really good skits and stuff. But says, I just don't have uh, the, I just don't have the, the the mental capacity to do these things and stuff. It's literally me. It's just literally this is my dog, and he's doing all these really intricate sort of kind of you know things that you get on TikTok. And I was just like, I don't have, I can't do that. I just don't have it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've inspired me. I'm going to do more skits. I'll, yeah, I'll, well, it's, I'll, it's like all it takes is one, like I said. And, you know, you'll get loads and they'll just... But Geek Pride's on a thousand, right? And all it took was like, you know, I, it's not loads, but there was nothing. I got nothing for ages and then suddenly one... I can't even remember which one it was. Went really well. It's the same with my. Uh, it was the same with my history channel one and stuff. It's like I had nothing. Nobody's interested in my. I thought these were really like I put a lot of effort into my history ones, and it was something about you know the uh, Scotland being meaning the land of the Irish, and that just got like that exploded, and then sort of got sort of you know I went from like twenty followers up to five thousand followers and stuff on that and stuff you know just over one video. And all it takes is one video. So all you need is that. Very true. Yeah. So I, anyway, I a couple of 
YouTube videos. I know I did some YouTube videos in lockdown where I was sort of talking about comic books and yeah. things like that. And they, they got a, a little bit of traction. But again, it's just so much effort of all the production that you have to put in yeah. behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not just putting up a video and like going, oh, here's a 20 minute video of me talking about comics. It's, it's, it's a, a morning of filming and editing and then putting it all together and then getting it all prepared and then putting together a, a picture to go on top of it and, and all oh, that's my life that's my life so we, me and pete will go yeah. to the uk games <laughs> expo and you know we'll do you know pete's like let's interview this person listen to and there'll be like 20 interviews and i was like that's really good we've got 20 interviews and then mark goes oh shit i've got 20 interviews to inter- i've got 20 interviews to edit and it takes me like <laughs> two weeks worth of editing yeah. to get them all down and then you know 20 people watch yeah. one of them and stuff and you're UK Games Expo. That's one I'd like to play. Oh, yeah, so that good. would be awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I've reached out. They've never. They've never. No. Wow. <laughs> it's definitely one of my favorite. I need some friends on the inside. <laughs> well, I've recently actually done an, uh, done an, um, an article for the UK Games Expo program for this year ah. called Why Play. So that was very cool to well, me. Well, you've always been one of my favorite, Pete. He's been, uh, we've had um, John John Dodd. John Dodd is a, is a guy. John Dodd. Yeah, John yeah Dodd. he's the role play coordinator manager for that stream of content and games. Yeah, he was on the podcast. Um, nice chap. Um, but yeah, it's like it's by far one of my favorite conventions, just because it's so. Di- the one thing I get about it that I, I, the one thing I like about sort of general conventions, it's not the convention itself. It's one, it's the people watching and it's like the after parties and the stuff like that, you know, like watching the DJ, enjoying the people and stuff like that. You go into the convention and it's like, how many pop, how many stalls with pop figures can you see? And then it's like, you know, the same. Funko Pops. Funko Pops. And it's the same sort of thing. And you see that in all the conventions. So it's like, I'm not really interested in that. It's about the, it's the, the cosplay and the, the, the sort of interactions with people and sort of seeing things like your show and stuff. Whereas UK Games Expo, the stalls kind of interest me because it's always changing every year and stuff like granted you got some similar stuff but it's like because i'm massively into my board games and stuff like that and i'm just like oh my god there's some new games like oh my god there's these and it's all because there's all these developers who come in and they've always got new stuff every year there's new, new stuff, stuff going yeah. in and i'm just like it's like it's new every year it's not the same old thing over and over again it's just new yeah. new new and i'm just like this oh. is why matt i say you should go to sci-fi weekender well, yeah. Because it's not about it's not about the merch. That's the thing. You go in there. There's there's barely any merch stalls. Yeah. There's about there is four no, five. There's no mats. convention like it. Yeah, yeah. it's not, it's it's not a convention. convention. It's a festival. It's a, it's a festival, and it's the largest one in Europe, I believe. Yeah, um, the largest. Yeah, science fiction festival in Europe. Yeah, like get this man a press pass. Down. I, the thing is, I, at the minute, it's just like uh, I, I really want to go because it seems like all le- all roads lead to Sci-Fi Weekender. The amount of yeah. guests we've had on because of Sci-Fi Weekender, the amount of people I've met because of Sci-Fi Weekender and stuff. It's just like I feel like I know I know it so well now because that's we talk about it so much, and it's like I do want to go. It's just sort of like five hours away five hours drive, and part of me is going, I don't know if I love a convention that much to go all five hours, but. I will 100% go next year. Okay. You heard it here, guys. Yeah, I'll, go go next year. I'll go next year. It's exclusive. I'll go next year. I I would say, um, so I, I'm kind of saying, like, uh, 
this this journey that I've been on, I have obsessed over it and, and, and I've knocked on doors and I continue to knock on doors. So I will continue to knock on UK Games Expo store and go, hello, until, until they have me. <clears throat> um, however, had, had I not done the, the, the first gig I ever done, had it not been a sci-fi weekender, that was the first show that I ever... Yeah did with this video this idea that i had of putting my geeky stuff together and putting it into this music this sort of dj show <clears throat> would i have had the traction that i've had now i'm not sure that i would have and i do owe that show and and people that go there such a great deal because it's 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 such a community um and it's a really supportive community so as soon as i did that show my following went straight up and and the engagement from people that were there on my posts and things like that through social and and videos and things like that that people are uploading and tagging me in it you know it it gave gave what i do some some real weight um to what I do, which is why when you know we, they had those the science fiction the, the awards show and I got that award, like I was so stoked, like that was like to get that that award for that show, and to be recognised for that, and they're like, oh, you know, this was the first show you ever did, and he's gone on his American did it, did it, and all these different things, it was it was lush. It was just amazing because I do, I do genuinely believe that the people like Pete and, and everyone else that comes to that show is so supportive of all of the acts and all of the things that are there. And, and that's amazing. Like you just don't get that at other shows. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely a community feel and you have to come next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'm, uh, I'm... we'll share a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Right, fine. Pete, Pete can I mean, bribe. It's going to be on my birthday again. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can bribe beat me <laughs> into we'll, sort we'll of. We'll do some Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I guess I've uh, I've nailed my collars to my mast now. So I guess Definitely. that's it. That's it. So it's 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 decided. It's done. So. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I can't get out of it. I'm really good at sort of like second decks. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's so far away. Oh, I don't. Uh, yeah, you only live once, Matt. You only live once. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and 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 again with that, there's there will be people that are coming from Scotland. Uh, your neck. Of, yeah, there will yeah. be. Yeah, Scotland or anywhere that and and people are sharing lifts. They're all jumping in with each other and making friends. And there's the the group is like, oh, I'm coming from here. Oh, we've got space. Do you want to jump in? Like, yeah. Well, I think that the sci-fi weekend, sci-fi weekender, that weekend is when the real strikes are. It's like the, uh, everyone and people just kind of saying, well, just calling like, oh, we're driving from Sheffield. Oh well, you know, can we gra- grab a lift for you? Great, excellent. Oh, is anyone driving from Birmingham? Oh, we are. So they're just working out, working together to yeah. bring everyone together, and that is just wonderful to see. It is. It sounds like a very wonderful, you know, idealistic place and stuff. The amount of conversations <laughs> we've had about all the guests and stuff, and everybody is always gushing about each other. It's always sort of like there's no bad words. It's just like <laughs> they're the best people in the world, and then it just so everybody's just so lovely and stuff. It's like, oh, god, it's so secondly uh, nice, isn't it? <laughs> and and it's and it's a holiday campsite in Great Yarmouth. 
So that just tells you about how great it is because it's in- <laughs> Campsite Great Yarmouth. <laughs> great Yarmouth. Great Yarmouth. I've been to Great Yarmouth once. Uh, it was just like, yeah. And it has a pool, and I'm going to take full advantage of it. Yeah, I took full advantage last time. It was there. It, was open. <laughs> it wasn't open the time before that, was it? So no, fingers yeah. crossed. That yeah. Well, do like a good pool. birthday dip. Do like a good <laughs> pool. Right. Okay. Well, um, before we go, uh, we, like you said, uh, we 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 end our we end our podcast now with our little sort of kind of uh, pop quiz type thing. Um, what we do is uh, you will each name a franchise, and you you can do that. So a, a geeky franchise sort of could be uh, it could be Star Wars, it could be Marvel, it could be DC, it could be Game of Thrones, it could be The Expanse, something like that. You name a a franchise and then we have 60 seconds to guess a character that you thought about um so we'll do that um only thing we would say is don't do what pete does is actually either have something that's so obscure that you're never going to guess it because it's like some comic book character from you know some really small run that nobody's ever heard of or don't make it so easy that it's just literally, <laughs> yeah, it's Princess Leia, isn't it? So it's just sort of one of those things. So a nice in-between, something challenging, but not too challenging. So uh, have a think oh about sort of what sort of, what sort of like, what fa- name of favourite, I'm not great on anime, by the way. My girlfriend loves it, but I'm, I I don't know a lot about anime, so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sort of do much for the anime side of things, but. I'm I'm just getting into it. Like, it's always, I mean, I've done the classics like Akira and, uh, uh, all, all of those kind of things, uh, Cowboy Bebop, all of that. But um, the the more and more I've gone to these conventions, the more I'm seeing this kind of East Easterly kind of yeah. takeover, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so started to play more and more K-pop, which I then was like, oh my god, I, I love K-pop. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> this is like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I was in Korea. That. I was in Korea for my mate's uh, wedding, and uh, there was this oh, K-pop wow. all over the place, and I was just like kind of enjoy this it's really weird <laughs> it's it's so catchy it's ridiculous it's yeah. like the boy band and girl bands of the early noughties yeah, 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 yeah. we've we've even more bubble gum thrown on top <laughs> um which is great and then yeah i've just kind of started watching more and more anime and like i'm, I'm absolutely loving it so like i tend to find myself in the gym i hate the gym by the way but when i go to the gym <laughs> i put anime on my phone and I'm just watching anime while I'm working out and don't even realise I'm working out, which is great. So, um, yeah, Chainsaw Man and Demon Slayer oh, and all yeah. stuff like that. I, want to, so I want to watch fun. Chainsaw Man. That looks really good. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so I good. can do really, it's really good fun. It's, it's, and it's really, it's kind of easy watch. It, yeah. It, there's no, it doesn't hold back on anything. So it's just, you can sit down, you can watch it and enjoy it. Um, and I enjoyed it so much. I started reading the books. So. Okay, I'll check them out. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll hit you with our first our first um, uh, guess. Uh, so you've got 60 seconds. Um, oh, I need to get um, my stopwatch out here. Here, stopwatch. Okay, so the franchise is Star Wars. You have 60 seconds to guess the character. So 60 seconds, Star Wars, go. Is it in the films? Um, no. Is it, is it in a TV series? Uh, yes. 
Is it a live action uh, TV series? Uh, they are in a live action TV series, yes. Is it in the Mandalorian? They are in the Mandalorian. Okay, are they human? Uh, yes. Okay, are they male? No. Are they female? Yes. Cara are Dean? they? Sorry. Who? Cara Dean? Uh, no. Are were they in the last episode? They were in the last episode of the Mandalorian. Yes. Were. Uh, uh, was it played by the, um, the lead that played uh, Cara Frace from Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> yes. Damn it! I can't remember the name. <laughs> Help me, Levi. You're my, you're my only hope. I know. I can see her on a throne. Yes. All, exactly. You know, okay. Right. So you got one more question. You got one more like... question. <laughs> you got one more question, and then you have to guess. I, I know who it is. I just don't know the name. I'm tr- I'm literally I'm trying to go into the like the inner recesses the, of your nerd brain. Yeah, well, I, do you know what? I, all I can see in my head is the uh, the black series helmet and the box played by Kitty Sackoff. Yes, <clears throat> yes. What's her name? Come on, what's the character's name? Bo-Katan, also in the Clone Wars. Yes, she was. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's that's it. There you go. Uh, Pete, what do you got for us? Willow. Ooh, interesting. I haven't seen the new series, by the way. Are we talking... Me film? neither. No, the last time I saw Willow was... We're talking about the first Willow, the first film. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay, right. So Willow, 60 seconds, go. Okay, so um, are they um, one of the... It's not, what what are they calling the packs? The little people? What do they call the... Uh, no, they're not. They're not nope. okay. um, are they... Um, a part of is it Mordrith? Is it Mordrith? Is it the name of the uh no, no part of Mordrith? No. Um okay. Male? No. Female? Yes. Is it is it Mad Mardigan's girlfriend? Nope. Ah god. Um okay. They're also, they're also in the T V series as well, to be fair, which is a massive clue. Oh, is it is it uh Ah what's her call what's the ba- what's the baby called? Is it the baby? Is the baby Al- 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 Alana 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 Alora 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 Dannon? Yes. Boom, Alora Dannon. Yes. There With we some go. help. With some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did, we used to love Willow growing up, man. I just love that. Yeah. Thanks. TV series is fun. It actually had Kristen Slater in in one episode. Really? Okay. I As saw, a troll. I still haven't watched it yet, so um, it's it's, not, it's on my list. I have it. It's the dialogue is fun. It's moderately well acted. The plot is bobbins. Okay, right. It's enjoy for the dialogue. The dialogue is fantastic. The really, the, whoever wrote the dialogue absolutely nailed it. Some of the narrative is just. Uh. Okay, right. I see. I was. I was in two. My. I was talking to uh, one of my mates called uh, Alistair, and he was saying, "Oh, it's, it's. I just can't watch it. It's not great." And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to destroy the film. I love the film growing up." So I'm just like, mm, "Not." It has the same vibe as the film. It's the film has a very fun approach. It was it didn't take itself too seriously, and the Willow TV series and the Willow TV series kind of follows that 
sentimentality. Uh, Do not expect Game of Thrones, basically. The uh, the monster in, in Willow, what, the two-headed one, what's it called? The, the Ebers... Ebersisk? Ebers. <laughs> it's, uh, apparently it's basically a representation of two really bad critics. Like there was two critics at the time, uh, film critics, who oh, wow. he actually, like, smashed, he completely sort of kind of dished it, so they named, because it didn't have a name, and they sort of named it after them, so... I think it's like both of their names stuck together from. Yeah. Okay, Leroy, you're up. What have you got for us? Oh, um, let's go. How good's your DC DC superheroes? Um, ish, but we, I'm sure Pete's better than me. But we'll we'll see. We we can try. We can try. I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> shall, I, shall I go for uh, Shall I go for an easier one, or I've got a, as long a, as it's a slightly not... trickier one, or. The, um... Is it, is it as long as it's not super? I know, I, I know, I, I'm, see, I'm not a massive comic book nerd and stuff like that, but I can sort of, <laughs> I know some of the comic books. Um, okay, well, let's, let's go with it. Let's okay. see, see okay. what we, yeah. we get to. Okay, so DC, DC, 60 seconds, go. Um, do they have any films? Uh, not yet. Ooh. Um, are, do they have a, t- are they in, in any TV series? They have appeared in the TV show, yes. Right, okay. So, potentially has a have, film coming up. Have they had Have they had an appearance in a film? No. Right, okay. So, they've been in the... They've been in the uh, so, they might have a film coming up. They've, Harley Quinn. No, no, she's been... T- no, ignore that. Sorry. Yeah, so, so we got... All right, okay. Male, male? Male. Male, okay. Um, have they got superpowers? They have. They yes. have superpowers. Okay, so male superpowers have been in a TV series. May are have they a human? Film. They are human. Right, okay. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Okay, so one more question each and then an answer. Mm. Okay. So if they're being in a TV series, might have a film. Were they a part, were they in the Arrowverse? Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, um, it's going, it, it's going to be a part of. It's the new. Ah, uh, fuck! What are they? What's it called? Ah, God, no! Because James Gunn uh, was talking about this group. It's not Ooh. Captain Cold, is it? No. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh... Are they are they a villain or a hero? Hero. Just checking. Right. Coming of age story as well. Young hero. Oh fuck. Oh oh um. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Batman. Uh, 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 what's his name? What's his son, what's his son called? But, but, uh, no, no. Oh, okay, I don't know that. It's I'm not, not Damien. They're going to do Brave and the Bold. Yeah, they? yeah. Damien Wayne. Yeah, Damien oh. Wayne. Yeah, I thought it might be Damien Wayne. Yeah, I give up. Then what is it? Yeah, sorry. Blue Beetle. 
Oh, shit. Oh, of course, yes. 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 And yes. Then, uh, the guy who plays uh, the chap in Karate Kid, he's coming over to be Jamie Rhys and uh, the new Blue Beetle oh, in the movies. Yeah. yeah. And they have had him over in, um, um, it was in that Final Crisis crossover, wasn't it? I think he yeah, appeared in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, okay. a completely different actor. Yeah, so, right. yeah, I tried to. <laughs> no, no, but that, very good. So, that they're, was good. They're, they're the best very ones. Nice it, it's that like you get ones where it's just like you just, you just haven't got a clue. At least they're sort of kind of weak. I know about him, so I was like, I could have got him had I sort of, you know, been. Uh, uh, well, that's how I felt with the Willow one. It just, I love Willow, and I, I just have fond memories of Willow. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you anything about. <laughs> like, I just remember it being great, and I, it's one of those things I kind of don't want to go back to. Like, yeah, have you ever tried to watch the original He-Man cartoon or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Thundercats, the original oh, ones? Oh yeah. They, yeah. They live in your mind as these beautiful things, but when you go back to watch them, they're really tough. They're yeah, really yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's like retro games. It's like retro games and stuff. If you go sort of like, I I, I grew up on retro games and I loved, well, they wouldn't have been retro then, you know, 80s and 90s, they're just been normal games. But I remember it's like I go to these arcades, like um, Arcade Club, um, and it's just like pure nostalgia. But then you go back and you're playing like the Turtles arcade game and you're going, I fucking love this game when I was a kid. And then you're just bashing the same button for like yeah. 20 minutes. And you're just like, yeah, there's not a lot to this game, is it? And it's literally just how much money, how much money you can pump pump into it and stuff to yeah. win and stuff. And it's just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, I I can see why you know I remember me and my brother completing that at the airport. We were waiting for my uh to get a flight, and the amount of money my dad wow. probably gave us to go through it. But it wasn't because there was any skill. Oh, wow. There was no skill involved in what it. It's just because mm. we put about twenty quid into it to sort of kind of it, you know. It's just yeah. Do you want to continue? Yes, yep. I did. Yeah, so Carry on. Let's yeah, go yeah, through yeah. the level. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> you here's another five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> there's no skill. There was no skill based in those arcade games. It's just like how much money can you pump into it and they sort of get to it it's like i was playing like the simpsons yeah. game and i was sitting there kind of going i can't get past this boss because i'm literally just going to get hit every so there's no way of getting past it without getting hit so i'm just going to die and i'm going to have to reset and stuff and it's just like they knew how to get money on the kids in the back of those days oh yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> right we're all there Right, right, right. It's been an absolute pleasure. Leroy, I really appreciate your time again. Oh, thanks for having me. And good yeah, luck. Yeah, it's been lovely being on. Yeah, good luck with uh, Sci-Fi Weekender and everything you've got coming up. Um, yeah. If you've got anything new, by all means, uh, let us know. And uh, I will see you next year at Sci-Fi Weekender. I might actually, if you're if you're Manchester on May the 4th and stuff, I'll try and get myself down into Manchester. You for... will get yourself down there, Matt. It is May the 4th yeah. and it's Levi to do it. You will not be, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> May, the, May the 4th at Fab Cafe. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll come down and grab a beer with you. Yeah, that's going to be an absolute blast. Um, I think last time I played for the May the 4th, weekend and yeah last year and i did uh it was satan's hollow which they oh you've done it yeah, two venues. yeah yeah so i did satan's hollow that was great but i think this time it's actually going to be in fab cafe as well have you so, been to fab yeah. and a thursday night so have you been, been to fab cafe good. before um only to go and have a look at it so i went over i literally had booked me to do the may the fourth yeah. and i was like yes great and they're like yeah you're in satan's hollow and i was like 
what what's that so so i did did that which is an amazing venue as well um playing in like the devil's cauldron yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but then um, i was like well i need to see fab cafe like you know you as a geek you kind of hear about these these places and it's like that's one of the ones i wanted to visit so uh you know it's up there with the cantina in uh yes Walt disney world uh, so uh yeah. star wars <laughs> right well I'll, I'll i'll try my best to get down to see you yeah. now may the 4th um yeah. but um yeah i'll see you next week as well Levi. you will indeed my friend you yes. will indeed <laughs> uh, i'm there thursday night um for the awards oh, night fantastic afterwards, and then saturday night obviously for the big finale brilliant yeah that we just have cool right well uh it's been a pleasure thank you very much for me i've been matt geary with me has been peter allison good night everyone and our guests level up really worry thanks for having me bye